From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Hey, welcome to this episode of Flicks and Picks where we're going to talk about South Park Season 25. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I I do think of myself as a South Park fan, but in the sense that I, I've always thought the show had a lot of great episodes in it. And I think that over the years, its reputation as a vulgar television series has rightfully gone away. I think that it is a much more intelligent, thought, thoughtful program, especially considering that I think some of its best episodes actually feature good humor in it. Like Scott Tennerman Must Die is from season five, and it's still as funny as it was back when it aired about 20 years ago and I think that what makes that episode really stand out to me is just the fact that the writing and the storytelling end in a way that's really like it builds up to something really funny and there's a punchline that really works and I feel like the best episodes of South Park build up to a punchline and the punchline really hits. Or in some cases, they have thoughtful introspection. Like, one of my favorite episodes is You're Getting Old, which is an episode where, at the end of that episode, again, spoilers for a lot of this, because if you are listening to this episode, then I assume you've seen plenty of South Park, which is fine. No shame in that. But season 11, had uh, season 15, excuse me, had this episode called You're Getting Old, where a character is depressed for the entire episode, Stan Marsh. And so at the end of the episode, nothing gets resolved. And so therefore, he is heartbroken. And it's devastating and then you also have like an episode on bullying which has a song called jacking it in san diego which is hilarious because they keep alluding to this and then it ends on this musical note that's really funny and i feel like with south park it's one of those shows that you're almost tempted to not take it seriously but then it puts in social commentary and so therefore it invites serious thought towards it and I think also South Park has proven over the years to be a work that can be thought of in a very critical way I think that people have this idea that oh just South Park being dumb that's good enough and I don't really buy into that I feel like in some cases South Park really does have great writing in it and I and I don't buy into the idea you have to switch your brain off for the program which is why with season 25, I'm not a big fan of the fact that the writers seem to agree with that. Because so f- I'm going to kind of do this thing where I'm, I'm going to look at it almost episode by episode. We only have six episodes this season, so you're not really, really wasting too much time on this. You could actually finish it within, honestly, if you were on HBO Max, you can probably finish this show in less than three hours, give or take, which is fine because... You know what? Three hours is enough for this season. And I got to be honest, the last couple seasons of South Park have been a little less than stellar. Like, I think season 24 is the best of the modern seasons ever since I think season 20 or 21. The show has really just really not done a lot of good for itself. I feel like what they do is that... uh, 
I think it's the I think it was a switch to serialization. I think because they didn't know what to do with the humor. Like they had a whole Trump parody that just kind of stayed overstayed its welcome. So it's kind of like you know what? I don't know. This show is kind of going through an identity crisis, and I'm here for it. I'm here to be supportive, but I'm hoping it doesn't end up like other TV shows where they you know overstay their welcome past a certain point. It's kind of like how that show Glee went through an identity crisis when the characters moved out of high school, and so it made it really awkward watching it. It's in the case of South Park where they started switching over to serialization and they got stuck with a plot point that they thought they can get rid of in one season. They thought they can do an entire season making fun of Donald Trump, but they realized, oh, well, you know, Donald Trump won, unfortunately, so we have to be stuck with this joke, which is not great. And also, a lot of the Russian stuff has now aged really badly. Like, they did a couple jokes about Russia and Germany and a couple just in general a lot of jokes about other countries that have now aged really badly and it's just not that funny anymore like it's not because I'm offended don't get me wrong I'm not offended by those jokes they just don't look that great anymore especially since what they were trying to say doesn't hold up anymore like I, I with with me humor if it has something to say has to have something intelligent enough to stand years and years of scrutiny like the fact that the simpsons had an episode in season four which was 30 years ago about labor unions and it still holds up today and it's still as funny as it was back in the day it it tells you a lot about the quality of the program that the show was able to have that level of thought and introspection and like the writers were clearly aware of the issues they were trying to tackle and in terms of long running programs the only show in terms of animated series that i think really holds up is the simpsons in terms of like looking at their earlier episodes cuz some early episodes of south park do not hold up as well as people say they do and so when I kept hearing throughout this entire season, this feels like classic South Park. I'm like, well, which classic South Park? Because I don't hear a great South Park. For me, season one and season two, you know, even the creators would tell you that those seasons were not great. And looking back at them, they were childish in a way that wasn't funny. I get that childish might seem like the goal for South Park, but I look back at season one and there's episodes like the Barbara Streisand episode, which... I think is just so overdone and so like dumb that it doesn't really work anymore as a joke. I get the whole idea of like Barbara Streisand being a machine robot, like a Godzilla, the mecha Godzilla version of Barbara Streisand is funny in theory, but the whole episode just falls apart and they just start having other monsters and uh, it just it's it's one of those things where like they overdo themselves to the point that it's just not funny anymore and so let's look at it episode by episode so on season 25 overall is a mixed bag but i wanted to go episode by episode to kind of tell you how they kind of go so with episode one pajama day it was fine i didn't think it was all that funny with its commentary on masks uh, it's not that i'm like super pushing on masks you can make fun of people for enforcing mask laws you can make fun of people for wearing masks you can make fun of people for not wearing masks you know because there's good humor in all this because you know we're going through a pandemic so sometimes laughing at that is what it is and you know maybe it could actually make things a little bit more pleasant and i think pajama day Outside of the one sign they had, I, I felt like the episode again by the end of it fell apart because I don't think they was trying to say anything meaningful. 
And and I think that it was just fine. That was it. Like it was just a fine episode and I can't even remember that much about it. Like all I remember is that they had a song about pajama day and it was fine. That's it. So then you have episode two, which was much better. It's about um, basically Randy Marsh, who, you know, is not <laughs> not the greatest person, but he's a gr- but that's what makes him a great character is that he's so flawed. Just the fact that he is an idiot and he's always trying to make a profit off of Tegrity Farms, which, you know what, that Tegrity Farms subplot, you know, maybe didn't end the worst way possible, but it, again, it's getting to a point where I I think the the wordplay on integrity, like, you know, the wordplay being integrity, I can't believe, you know, it's one of those things where, like, they, when they want to say integrity, they say integrity, you know, it's a, it's wordplay. It's not that fun. It's, th- it's still as unfunny as it's always been, but, you know, they're going to keep it around, so might as well deal with it. It's one of those things where... I, I'm, I'm going to see where the writer will eventually go with it, which I don't think they have. They don't plan things out in South Park, obviously, which is why their serialization failed pretty miserably on them. But with the big fix, Randy Marsh befriends Tolkien's Token Black's dad because he wants he realizes that he needs more. He needs more black representation in his marrow in his marijuana business because basically the whole idea is that the commentary is that like a lot of like black owned cannabis uh stores are starting to recently rightfully so get a boost in sales because of the fact that historically speaking uh black and brown folks have been imprisoned by the prison industrial complex for um you know marijuana charges and in hindsight everyone looks upon those really badly so the fact is that a lot of like white folks are taking over the marijuana industry so the marijuana industry is mostly headed by white folks so a lot of people see it as kind of like white people using their privilege the idea that uh well we locked away black and brown folks for selling it back in the day but now we have white people selling it so you know what's going on there let's talk about that let's talk about why black and brown folks are not profiting off of something that's systematically hurting them that's basically the commentary that it's trying to address and so randy marsh hires token black's dad to help him head the mar- his marijuana business, but also we figure out that Token de- uh, Token's real name is Tolkien, aka you know J.R.R. Tolkien, the writer of the Lord of the Rings. So that whole episode basically deals with Stan Marsh finding this name out and realizing that maybe he might have unconscious bias. They're they're making a whole joke about it, and you know what? It actually kind of works because I feel like the joke about Stan being this white boy that's overcompensating, trying to really go out of his way to be an ally to a black child that really is just doing fine. Like the fact is that Token is fine. Like he's not going out of his way. He's doing fine. He's not, he's not suffering right now. And so when Stan goes out of his way to try to make things better for him, in fact, it actually makes life a little bit more difficult for him. And I, and I like the fact that, like, there's this moment where it kind of shows that, like, white allies try really hard to, you know, m- include black folks, but at the same time, by doing so, they, like, exclude them. Like, they go out of their way to, like, create spaces where a black person feels, like, othered 
rather than accepted or included. And I think that that's a really thoughtful commentary on South Park's part. And I and I and I actually enjoyed the episode overall because it was actually funny and it actually added some like humor to it. And I and I like the fact that the creators tried to like paint the audience as being like unconsciously biased because they kept calling the character token black and i know that that's his original name and i get that so any south park fans that try to say that that was the original plan for the for the character you're wrong you know but it's funny i like that retcon because it was funny and also because i like that name for him so why not and might seem like a basic reason like this episode but it was funny because it had something to say and then for city people, again, uh, the third uh, the third episode, um, you know what? The commentary is a little easy. I feel like they needed to make the city people more like city people rather than like pigeons and rats, you know, because the what they were trying to impersonate was that they were like pigeon-like with their mindset, repeating the same words over and over again. It was... It was okay because I, I know they did this episode on gentrification a couple of seasons ago. And I think they did a better job at that because of the fact that, like, Kenny's house gets turned into, like, Soda Sopa or whatever. And so you kind of saw the devastation of, like, poor communities by gentrification in that episode. And I felt like because they connected to Kenny in that earlier episode, I felt more compassion. And therefore, I could laugh a little bit more at the situation. But city people, I, I the joke kind of got, you know, it kind of kind of... Uh, it repeats itself it repeated itself and so therefore i didn't find it as funny the first couple times they kept using the wordplay of city people which you know the character doesn't say city you know what i mean i can't say it exactly but the idea is also that that people from the city move to small towns therefore raising property taxes i get the sentiment i do because i actually think that that is a growing problem is that a lot of people who are well off are kind of putting a lot of people who would live normally in small towns out of housing like they that people in small towns who are you know maybe not super rich will not be able to afford a house in a couple of years which is frightening so i i'm glad south park tackled this and it is a timely issue but i feel like again they should have humanized the city people more in order to make them much more of an adversary. Because I do think that just making them kind of dumb pigeon-like creatures doesn't really hold up, especially considering that a lot of these people really are a little bit more nefarious in real life. But, you know, I'll leave it at that. And then we have episode four, Back to the Cold War. Um, bad commentary. Like, I think that it's tackling of the Ukraine-Russian crisis. The, the war is bad. It was just bad because the whole thing was just trying to basically it was just so bad because it was trying to basically say that Russia is communist, which is not true. And it was also just going out of its way to, in my opinion, make thoughtless, dumb jokes about a situation that, you know, you can have a thoughtful commentary on. You can be funny. You can think about it. But it just seems so like. I don't know how to put it. it. It just seemed like the show had an idea of what the issue was and just kind of thought, well, if we have the horse uh, have sex with the other horse that represents Russia, the American horse having sex with the American, uh, the Russian horse, it'd be funny. And it's like, you know what? Honestly, y'all, like it's not, it just ain't clicking. It just didn't click. I, I, and again, I think 
the considering how low the score is on IMDb with 6.8, which is a pretty low score for the series, I don't think I'm wrong here. I think that they just they they tackled the subject too soon, in my opinion, and therefore ev- they they thought they thought they ate, as my friend would say earlier. They thought they ate their dinner, but they didn't. They did not. It did not work. Um, it was immature, and so therefore it just doesn't work. So the next episode after that was again an improvement. It seems like lately, from what I've seen, is that we'll have an episode, a, a better episode, and then a decline. And so again, four is like one where it's not that good, and then two and five are the best episodes. Help My Teenager Hates Me, that's the episode which is about paintball and has commentary about teenagers. And I think it was actually pretty funny because you know what? I liked seeing the South Park characters actually deal with teenagers because boy oh boy do the South Park kids act way too mature for their age. So it was funny seeing that, I liked that. And also because it felt like a good episode of South Park where they had characters doing shenanigans and getting into something that turns out to be something else. I thought it was funny. And I thought that the show had a pretty concrete story, like the teenagers and the kids play paintball in the beginning, and then they have some conflict, and then the kids bring in their parents at the end to try to defeat the the teenage paintballers. It was funny because it actually led somewhere. So I, in terms of story structure, this and The Big Fix have the best stories of the season. And I think that's really why South Park works is that it does have a strong three-act structure, which makes it better than a lot of other sitcoms like Family Guy, which abandon that three-act structure by going all over the place. And even then, even though The Simpsons is my favorite animated TV show of all time, even The Simpsons has its problems with this. So South Park, if they wanted to have a great 26 or 27 season, which I know they're renewed for, they really should think about the fact that they really do know how to stick to a three-act structure. And these episodes are very clearly great episodes for that. And the jokes play themselves pretty well. They have good jokes throughout the season, but they also need the three-act structure to place those jokes in. So, And also, they shouldn't rely on just what's happening in the real world. They should rely on like just an idea, like paintball. The kids doing paintball that's funny enough and you add teenagers and you add puberty that okay that works and you have a three-act structure that works really well i like that good for them and then number and then number six the final episode of the season credigree weed st patrick's day special um again it's the same as episode three the previous episode was better and so it was a decline the episode ending was just i don't know how to put it it was just pointless. They had a whole part in it. I'm not going to spoil the episode too much, but they they basically led up to something, and then that something just kind of got uncomfortable and weird, and not even in a funny way. Like I was saying, they're like, okay, well, all right, I got what you're saying, but not funny. So the whole episode is a two-parter. It's the it's a continuation of of an earlier subplot with um, Randy and Tolkien's dad. And then you also have an ep- a, uh, an, a storyline with Butters where he ba- where he basically pinches someone on the on St. Patrick's Day and he gets accused of sexual assault. It's it it's an interesting idea that Butters would be that unlucky, but by the end of the episode I just didn't think it was earned. I know that Butters for the most part gets in trouble and that's part of the joke that he really doesn't earn his punishment. But 
I, I think in this case, South Park has really gone out of its way to like make Butters out to be like this like they really butt monkey him they really make him out to be the butt monkey of the episode and i just don't think it holds up that well especially considering that like he has uh, butters has done some dumb stuff in the past and he gets in trouble so it's funny when that happens or like when another character gets in trouble for hurting butters that's funny but this was a case where like butters really didn't do anything and so it just wasn't funny and also i and i kind of felt like his fixation on saint patrick the real saint patrick was a little i don't know it just felt a little out of care it, it it felt out of character but in character it it does make sense that he would know who saint patrick is but i also feel like his idea of who he is should have been a little bit more childlike the way butters was because normally butters is a little bit more childlike so he wouldn't have such an educated idea of who saint patrick is but overall you have two pretty good episodes and then two other fine episodes but then you also get two episodes that are just whatever and then one of them is really bad so I don't know it's a mixed bag again so when you watch the season just remember you'll be disappointed by some episodes but you'll be pleasantly surprised by others so there you go there you go there that's your review south park at times disappointing at times pleasant so overall this season i will say it's three stars but that is because i think it is one of the weaker seasons of the series and i don't think i'm alone in saying that so Again, if you are a South Park fan and you disagree with me, feel free to send me an email. Be polite, be nice about it. But again, I just felt the season was a little weak. I'm hoping for better seasons, but you know what? That's just the hope I have because I am a fan of this show.